0: August 1988, that's the, uh, that's the month and year I moved to San Diego from Los Angeles. I came down here from the Valley, filled up my 67 Volkswagen Bug and putted my way down here, down the 405. From the 101 to the 405 to the 5 to the 8. I've been doing that drive for over 30 years. Cra- <laughs> crazy. But it started at San Diego State freshman year. And uh, right across the way from my dorm, Tanoshka was a Rubio's Fish Tacos, and it was the first time I ever had a fish taco. And it was life-changing, so much so that I've remained, to this day, completely committed to the brand. No matter how many fish taco restaurants are out there, operations from mom-and-pops to corporate to you name it, boutique I always have Rubio's as a constant in my life, even while I sample other fish tacos, of course, around town. But uh, Rubio's has always had a special place near and dear to my heart because uh, it was, again, the first fish taco I ever had. Right there, college, San Diego State. And uh, then on top of that, during this pandemic, as I mentioned the Ralph here, Rubio's started bringing some normalcy back into my life. So when I learned that they were filing or filed bankruptcy, chapter 11. I was tripping, afraid they were going the same route as soup plantation, but that's not the case. And that's why we have Ralph on here. Well, to talk about that. Before I pick up with Ralph, and I'm also gonna be talking to later on in the show, uh, a startup, let me get the name of it correct because I always butcher names, bear with me here. But uh, it's it's a meal prep service called Pure Meal Prep San Diego. And we talked to the owners here And they've got an insane operation, and uh, I'm I'm happy to say that they're going strong, and so is Rubio's once they're done with this uh, restructuring process. Before I pick up with Ralph, I do want to thank March and Ash, marchandash.com, San Diego's premier cannabis dispensary, for the in-store experience. You can check them out in Mission Valley, out in Imperial County, if you're heading out towards, I don't know, the desert, (laughs) Arizona, also in Vista actually just got nominated the number one dispensary in North County in the San Diego Reader for their Vista location. I feel the same way about their Mission Valley location and also coming to City Heights this December. You can find them online at marchandash.com and also take advantage of curbside pickup, like you're picking up fish tacos. And speaking of heading south of the border, that's the Rubio story. Do was in college, San Diego State, living in the dorms, went down to Mexico for spring break, had a fish taco, opened a restaurant. (laughs) But uh, if you're venturing to Baja, be sure to hook up with Baja Bound Mexican Auto Insurance, BajaBound.com, hook it up. It's the easiest way to get an insurance policy to protect your belongings if you're traveling south. Been in operation since the 90s. I've personally been using them forever and a day. A lot of pro surfers use them. Uh, Business folks, my buddy JT, who just moved to Mexico from PB, hooked him up with Baja Bound. Josh Kerr, professional surfer, Baja Bound. Ralph Rubio, I'm sure he uses Baja Bound. BajaBound.com. All right, let's talk to Ralph about what's going on at Rubio's. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Chris. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm am hanging in. Yeah, I'd say the same for me. <laughs> I'm hanging in. <laughs> All right. Holy well, shit! That's not
1: a, hey, that's not a bad thing. We're still we're still alive and we're we're above ground. So
0: heck yeah, that's how I look well, at it, man. I I value my health and being above ground more than anything in the world right now. Amen.
1: And we still have our family and friends, and all's good. And we live in San Diego, so it's even better.
0: I get it. I get it, man. Still surviving. And thank you for uh, taking some time. We can get right into it. Sure. I just wanted to bring you on here because, um, well, I had friends reach out to me yesterday. They were concerned because they know about our relationship. They know I've talked to you many times over the years, my first fish taco, Rubio's. (laughs) So when the word came down yesterday, people were reaching out to me for a response. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) <laughs> i gotta get ralph on the phone and here you are well,
1: that's right talk to me and i'll tell you
0: tell you what i know you're not going away first and foremost
1: right. we plan to stick around and as a matter of fact as we're going through this restructuring and bankruptcy um the, the restaurant operations stay the same we're, we're open operating same hours same people um that's all healthy and good so yeah. you're still going to get your fish tacos uh No matter what.
0: It's funny because uh, right when this pandemic started, I almost reached out to you to thank you Mm -hmm. and your restaurant group for helping get my family and bringing some normalcy into our lives. Because initially with the shutdown, you know, like everybody, we were freaking out. And as places started to reopen, Rubio's was one of those places where I could safely hit the app, order my meal in (laughs) advance Go down there, inspect the staff, and make sure no one was sniffling or coughing, and right. uh, have an extremely pleasant, safe, awesome experience. And it brought some normalcy into our lives. So when I heard about the news, it was a little shocking.
1: Yes, and understandably so, because not everybody understands the process, and you know these court proceedings can vary by type. Uh, but what we're doing is, you know, we're restructuring the the finances of the business. You know, we're looking to lower our debt. Um, get an infusion of capital, which actually our bank um, out of New York, Olive Bank and Mill Road Capital our private equity sponsors for the last nine years. They're actually putting new money into the deal, you know, is, is what the proposal is. So that's a bit of an endorsement. You know, they still believe in the brand, you know, it's really, we were doing really well and then COVID came along and, you know, kicked us on our butt. I mean, you've seen how the restaurant industry has been decimated in so many ways and you know we felt victim to some extent, but the difference is that we're going to live to fight another day as we come out of this you know process, and we'll be healthier and stronger financially to you know continue to grow. You know we, Rubio's has been around for 37 years. I would love for it to be around another 37 years, though Ralph Rubio may not be part of that, <laughs> you know, and I can guarantee you I won't be there towards the end, but. We have a generation of people here, at Rubios, that need to grow professionally in, in other ways. We want a business for them and for our community. You
0: know, and you took the whole coastal responsibility to you know sustainability and oh, coastal yeah. response. I mean, you're right there, and that's why so much of this was such a surprise to me. <laughs> But right. it's also, you know, I understand as it relates to the pandemic. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that because uh, mm-hmm. you really did feel the sting. This is something that you really would put before the pandemic. You, you don't think you would have had to pull this trigger, if you will?
1: Oh no, not at all. No, no. We there's no way we would have. Um, I mean, we you saw what happened in March. I mean, our our sales were down dramatically. Dining rooms were closed, which is a big part of the, our business. You know, before COVID. Most of our sales were dine-in sales. The majority of our sales were versus takeout. Right. Well, now it's reversed in a big way. Fortunately, we were we were able to pivot to your point, point, you know, for takeout and delivery, and we had just rolled out our app, which was you know uh, a godsend, because without the app, you know we would have lost a lot of business to our competitors because uh, people were looking for an easy way to order food.
0: sure
1: and curbside delivery and all that. So our operations team did such a fantastic job in turning the business around so that we could cope with it. But still, you know the restaurant business is a low margin business to begin with. yeah and we were just really hurt. you know we were double digit negative sales year over year um, for quite a few months. and uh, and so it, it was just it was just untenable. And we wound up in this situation.
0: Did any of your landlords give you a break, you know, when you're only operating at 25? So you did have that at least going for you. A lot of
1: our landlords really were good to us and cooperated. And, you know, they, uh, they postponed rent. You know, there were a few abatements of rent, but not much. A lot of it was just tacked on to the end of the lease. And that's one of the things um, that, you know, we'll do, you know, through this restructuring is look at all of our leaseholds and try to negotiate, you know, better terms, best we can, you know, so that we're viable. If we're a viable business, we can pay rent. You know, if you're not a viable business, it's going to be hard to get rent out of that business. And so, you know, if we're healthy, you know, it's to the benefit of our vendors and landlords. Of
0: course. Now, when you first uh, came up with this, fish taco recipe. Did you ever think you would be dealing with such high level issues and problems (laughs) as an adult? Well, I mean,
1: I've dealt, it's interesting, you know, I was just a laid back dude at San Diego state, right? right?
0: Exactly. I was,
1: I was not trained for this gig, but you know, I I did a lot of high-level stuff I learned along the way, like when we took Rubio's public. That was really interesting, you know, raising private equity, dealing with all that, going public, an IPO, and then being a public company and the CEO of all that. Man, I was in a different stratosphere, you know, and to some extent, I wasn't fully prepared. But for, you know, dealing with something like this, COVID, which is once in a century, you could argue – And then now uh, going through this restructuring or bankruptcy, I never envisioned this. But, you know, a lot of people didn't envision losing their jobs and their business entirely either. You know, it's been devastating. So in a way, like we talked about at the beginning of our call, I'm just grateful that, you know, we still have a business that's a viable business. We're going to live to fight another day. And, you know, COVID goes away and then, you know, Rubios can be healthy again for the benefit of a lot of people. And I hope for the industry, you know, I, I hope and pray for the industry, not just the restaurant industry, but everybody at large, you know, that this thing turns around sooner than later, because we are going into winter, which is often a a slow time for many businesses Usually in Southern California, that this is um, our non-peak period of the year, right? As you go into colder weather and such. And so the sooner, the better, you know, we turn this thing around and get past it and get back to some sort of normalcy. We all need that. You know, and so it's not just Rubio's I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about everybody's. I'm sure you are.
0: Oh, thousand percent. I, I've had friends, dear friends, lose businesses. Just uh, announced yeah. last week, Bar Pink in North Park. My friend Dan yeah. and Robin, their business is oh. no more. Uh, my well. friend Angie at Cowboy Star, they're struggling. Oh.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know Cowboy Cowboys Star. We've been there. And yeah, there's, there's a thousand stories like that, you know, many just the San Diego loan and, you know, you, you look at it on a national basis and it's just daunting. It's scary.
0: Now, it's depressing. Now, pardon my ignorance on the subject, but when it came to getting like a, a PPP loan and that, that cash from the feds, that's not enough to sustain an operation of your size. Correct. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, we use that for payroll. In fact, we've, we've calculated um, that we achieve full forgivenesses and we're in the application process with the SBA to attain that. But it's going to take a couple of months. So the money did, yes, the $10 million came in very handy, uh, but we used it to bring, to keep people, uh, you know, on the payroll in their jobs as it was, you know, designed to do. And so uh, that was a very successful move for us and for the SBA. And so, uh, but it runs out, right? <laughs> that? the, the
0: problem is it runs out.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have 150 plus restaurants, and so our, you know, our burn rate and cash. You know, we have a lot of expenses. So, yeah, that covered the payroll part of it. You know, which was, which is our biggest expense actually on the on the on the PNL is labor. But no, so so we're looking, uh, we'll qualify for full forgiveness. And, and that was that was very helpful for a lot, not just Rubio's, but a lot of businesses. I think the government did a great job of stepping up, you know, early on. And the federal government and providing, you know, relief like that, that uh, and we're looking for that again now, and it's not forthcoming, right? I know. They can't lay, which is kind of ridiculous to me. That it's killing we can't all of us.
0: Me as an independent, you as a business, just everybody. Right. We're all just in this crazy waiting pattern. And that's why when you hear, what, chapter 11, Rubio's, no, not another victim to 2020. And that's why the yeah. fact that you're persevering and able to carry on is so important and why I right. wanted to put you on. Because even when I yeah. threw something on my Facebook People are thinking they won't have another fish taco again. And it's like, come no, on. No, 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 we're
1: <laughs> no, 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 the, the operating side of the business, um, is, is still, is still there. I mean, the restaurants are open. We're operating as usual. Everyone is still employed, even at the corporate office. So, so that's amazing. So that's
0: that in itself is an amazing thing to say in an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No so in a lot of respects you know the business is is, is getting better and is and is, is healthy to some, Extent, right? But I mean, you know, behind when you look at the when we have to deal with our balance sheet and just a, a macro picture financially, you know, it, it, we've been devastated by COVID, and so we're put in the situation, which is really unfortunate. But we'll I, deal. Yeah, with
0: it. I understand, and that's what we're all doing. We're dealing with it, and we're moving forward. And, and with that restructuring, I mean, important question here is there talks about bringing back the pesky combo off the secret menu <laughs> and actually on the board
1: but you know i think it's on the board as the two fish taco special it is yeah it i is, know i is. know <laughs> but you know okay so you're just like you're baiting me on that one but that's okay <laughs> you know i like i used to like those names like pesky but you know and people can always ask me what whatever happened to pesky pescado well he got retired a while ago you know the brand has evolved over 37 it has. years
0: it and has. so you
1: know so, sometimes you just have to let go of things and you he was a great character, especially the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And, Corky? Know, uh, Wasn't you know, it Corky? Grand-
0: was Corky the other one uh, that cor- Brian Jones well, Corky did? Corky, dude.
1: Yeah, Corky, dude. Um, and, and it, yeah, Corky, dude. He had a bunch of characters that he did Rubio's commercials for. I, I just, I just love those 91X days, the early days with you guys. Um, it was all about Rubios and 91X. Remember, you come into Rubios and I had it playing over the loudspeakers yep. in the, in the Mission Bay. Every single um, restaurant.
0: So Mission Bay was the first. Was San Diego State the second?
1: Yeah, good call. Okay. San Diego State was yeah. the
0: second. It was uh,
1: it, we took over that. Um, people may remember if you went in college in the 70s, there was a place called Noah's Pizza. Um, and that it was that corner location right by Zura dorms, which yep. I coincidentally is where I live. And then, and then Noah's, um, and then next door was Cal bookstore. Yep. I don't know if you remember Cal books. thousand Cal percent. Book Cal
0: books was right on the corner or right that's there. Right. right you, you could see it from Montezuma or from college Avenue right there. Right.
1: That's where I used to buy my books and there was a Rubio. So, I mean, yeah, there's a real connection there. And then the third one was on grand Avenue and Bayard and which is still there, which is still the there.
0: Future. And ironically, those are the only three, those three <laughs> and the Mission Gorge. Those are the four locations I go to. So there you go. I'll take it all, that. It all started at San Diego State. You were at Zura. I was at Tanoshka. And oh, uh, that was yeah. my first experience. And then we went from there. And glad to have you on here, Ralph. I'm glad, most importantly, as you mentioned, glad everyone's healthy and uh, surviving along Thank with you, Chris. along with the business as you restructure my career. I know all about restructuring and having to retool <laughs> and pivot. I get yep, it. Yep. And I support That's you.
1: Right. Uh, I appreciate that. My friend, uh, good talking to you anytime, Chris.
0: Good stuff. Thank you to Ralph Rubio. You heard it from the man Rubio's not going anywhere. And, uh, also not going anywhere. Our next guests who have this brilliant startup, this meal prep service called Pure Meal Prep San Diego, making your foodie dreams come true at home. We've got the owners, the founders on with us right now, and I say us because uh, Meryl actually joins me here in this discussion. Thank you for listening to The Cantori Show, and be sure to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. The Cantori Show. Cantori Show.
2: Yeah, so my name is Brett Dudley. I am the chef owner of Female Prep, along here with my wife, Cassie. Um, so I, I handle all the food side, of course, and my wife, she handles all the business side, so it's a match made in heaven there.
0: Yeah, I can't handle the business side. We, I need that in my life. Cassie, are you available?
3: <laughs> yes, I am. So... <laughs> But I'm quite busy with pure meal prep. Um, so my name's Cassie. I um have worked in restaurants pretty much my whole entire life. And um my husband has as well. And so we ended up meeting because I was the manager at one of the restaurants that he was the chef at. Um and so that's kind of how we met and fell in love and all that good stuff. But I always handled the management side of restaurants and he's always handled the Cooking side, and so we just kind of married those two together and
2: literally and figuratively, yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys
3: married it all together. And, and how
0: long have we been doing this for now? Uh,
3: two and a half years now.
0: Oh, wow! And uh, yeah. I know it's a space that uh, a lot of people are in, but I hear and I'm told that uh, you go above and beyond and you've really cut through because I've personally, years ago, I, I've played around in the space and I've sampled different services and uh i didn't have the greatest experiences to be quite honest and i hear the exact opposite when it comes to you and your service and what separates you from others if you will
2: um one of my main goals when we started this was um just to be completely different from everybody i wanted to bring my you know restaurant experience that i've had i've worked in restaurants my whole entire life pretty much and um so we wanted to do very affordable, you know, somewhat of fine dining food, just on the run. And um, so it's not your standard, just, you know, ground turkey and brown rice kind of deal. These yeah. are, you know, we this week, for instance, we did fresh ground ribeye burgers with uh, fig jam and, um, you, you know, a, a, a organic side salad and homemade dressing. So we wanted to be, <clears throat> I, I don't know, I guess you could call it restu- restaurant quality food. Um and so that's what we do. We, I make a new menu every single week. So uh, that's what I'm doing right now, actually, is kind of brainstorming. And so it's completely different food always, all the time. Um, so that's what I think separates us from from everybody else.
3: And one thing that really led us to go with meal prep instead of opening our own restaurant is, you know, we were kind of toying with the idea of like, oh, dude, we open a restaurant together. Like, that would be fun. That's what we know. Um, But then he was also on a health kick at that time. And he was like, you know what, I'm tired of cooking because I'm doing it at the restaurant all the time. Like, I want dinner ready as soon as I get home. And so I'm not a cook. And so we started sampling different meal prep companies as well. And we felt like there was such a gap of the normal eight to fiber that doesn't have time to cook or the normal person that isn't trying to become a bodybuilder and eat tons of bland chicken and
2: thank mashed potatoes
3: you that's and vegetables. me that was
0: yeah. me that was it i was just like what am i on the friggin' <laughs> the rubber chicken the wedding rubber chicken bodybuilder yeah. plan yeah. it's like
2: dog food always looks better than what it's i like, got. I'm it sounds good a so, ribeye burger sounds you know, amazing. yeah so we we do everything is from scratch in our in my kitchen it's uh you know our chicken we we brighten it for hours and hours and then you know uh, we make all of our pasta from scratch or homemade raviolis from scratch. Every single sauce is all from scratch.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, well, how does but- someone like me... So say if someone... I never cook. I'm perfect for your guys, for your business, because I don't even like, I don't think I even turn the oven on like once a year or something, but how do people like me start out? Do people just start out with like three, three meals a day or they go small, like one, one meal a day or there's a. So
3: usually like the person to start out does two meals a day. So they do the lunch and dinner for their work week, work week. So they're ordering about 10 meals a week delivered at once on Sunday. And then they're having their meals that are already prepared for them, ready to go. They pull out of the fridge, they put in the microwave for about a minute and a half and then they're ready having lunch and especially right now in the climate we're in with working from home it to be distracted and have to cook during your lunch break i mean no longer you know are able to just run out downstairs and get lunch at the cafe nearby you know we we need it ready and we need it instantly so it's been um we've seen definitely an increase in those stay-at-home workers that have really wanted meals ready to go at lunch and dinner when they just don't even have time to think about it
0: and how do you manage you know when you you're increasing your volume the deliveries every sunday do you have a whole team or is it the two of you heading out in the minivan
3: (laughs) Uh, no thank god um
2: (laughs) just throwing meals out the window yeah exactly
3: in the very beginning it was me doing the deliveries and him cooking but we've since come a long way thankfully and uh So we now have 10 delivery drivers and they're all people that, you know, have lost their jobs to COVID or really Mm. just were in a bind coming up. And so we started getting reached out to by college kids, you know, that weren't going back to school and needed jobs that couldn't get hired and um, that we just were like, oh, yeah, of course, like we'd love to have you. And as we've grown with the numbers, I feel like each week we're always kind of adding someone on um to help us manage the influx of orders
2: it's been a lot it's been it's been been a a huge grind um you know with everything going on to put in perspective my little cousin moved here from north carolina to come and help us and so he's got a busy schedule working with my wife here doing taking care of all of our delivery stuff and make sure everything gets out the door properly on sundays um but you know, just even before him, when he got here, she was kind of stuck in the office doing all this stuff by herself. And it's, you know, we service um, upwards of about 150 customers a week. Dang. Um, yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been, it's been a wild past. What is it? We how many months has it been now? Yeah. It just, it's been a uh, since this whole thing. Even before that, we're constantly growing, which has been beautiful to see. Um,
3: but it's- I think just like any other business owner, as soon as COVID hit, I mean, there's that fear that you have that's like, oh my gosh, are we going to have to close too? And, right. you know, just waiting to hear what the governor said of each day, we were just like hanging on to like, are we going to be allowed to serve people? Like, are we going to be allowed to get yeah. our product? Yeah. And we had to go through the craziness of, you know, getting limits on our product that we had to order. So normally when we go to order our product, our meats, our vegetables, we can just order however much we want and get it delivered. Um, but during the beginning of COVID, I mean, it was like, okay, you can only order 50 pounds of meat a day. It was definitely rationed. And so
2: I was having to go to 10 stores a week, just, uh, you know, find 500 pounds of beef. Oh my gosh. You know, we, we, you know, we're up in like the thousands of pounds of meat and seafood and all that a week. And it was definitely a scary, uh, scary time, but now it's kind of, the tables have turned you know it's sad to see if there's a lot of restaurants closing yeah i was gonna I say know. now
0: you've got the perfect business there's yeah. not a better business model out there
2: yeah i know so i we're definitely uh thankful in that that aspect there um but it's been a lot easier to get everything now everything's just there yeah. at the tip of my fingers so which has been nice so it's
0: like us getting cleaning supplies it's like hey now <laughs> yeah. i can go out and i can actually get a cleaning supply or some sanitizer it's the same yeah. thing
2: yeah
3: Um, Yeah, yeah, it was wild. And, you know, because we feel so fortunate that we have been able to, you know, stay open and continue serving our customers. We ended up starting a program where we donate one meal per order um, back to our community. And so every Monday I'm going to different hospitals for our frontline workers and bringing them lunches um, just as like a way to thank the people that are putting themselves at risk to keep us all safe and healthy. And we also have families that come to us every week and we that have lost their jobs or are kind of like struggling to put food on the table and we supply meals for them as well. And it's just been our way to really just, we feel so fortunate and, you know, we've our friends that own restaurants suffering and we're just like, Oh my gosh, like I couldn't even imagine. So yeah. it's uh, definitely a, a blessing
0: and the timing's perfect too cuz yeah. as it relates to me, you know, I've got as it, you know, with the pandemic, people right. are saying it's best to be a little bit trimmer and trim down yeah. and make yeah. sure yeah. you're yeah. In, you're in the right categories and that's something that I need to do, which is why when I hear about meal prep services, it's certainly on my radar as well as, as a dude who needs to drop some weight. So,
2: See, I'm in the same boat as you. This um during the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I think we all been on the <laughs> yeah. Yeah a little bit more weight than I should be uh, carrying around so
3: I'm uh, I mean you're just the- home more and you're snacking and it's like so dangerous like, uh, and I love
0: carbs away. and sugar I know and, uh, chocolate
3: uh, cheese yeah.
0: I'm the worst bring it on yeah well we <laughs> certainly appreciate uh, Brett and Cassie Dudley here for coming on with pure meal prep all about San Diego and raising the bar with San Diego based businesses and you're certainly on the radar and we thank you for what you're doing in the community, employing people and getting people on a healthier path during this uh, during this time.
3: Thank well, you, thank so, you much. so much thank for having you. us. We appreciate
0: thank you, it, you guys. The Cantori
3: Show. Cantori Show.